Today's special edition for Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all my wonderful, beautiful mothers out there. I hope you enjoy your day. I hope it's filled with lots of laughter, happiness, good energy. All my first time mothers, just soak it all in. Enjoy it. Today is your special day. I hope you guys feel extra special today. A special happy Mother's Day to my own mother. A happy special Mother's Day to my aunt. Stacy, I love you. A special happy Mother's Day to Ebony, who gave birth to my niece. I love you as well. Thank you. And to my Aunt Bonita, I thank you for being such a great mother. And my mother-in-law, thank you for being such a great mother. I just want to name these people out loud because they really are nourishing the people that are in my life and making the people that are in my life better people. And I appreciate you all for what you're doing, the children you have raised and the children that you are currently raising. I love you and I hope that your day is special, beautiful, wonderful, and filled with lots of good energy and love. Mwah! That is my kiss to you through my podcast. Happy Mother's Day. Today is a special edition of Queen Motivation that I'm posting on Mother's Day. I have watched a young woman via social media really go after her dreams and make them come true. And that, that I believe is so inspiring and can inspire so many others. Melanie Williams is a registered nurse from Atlanta, Georgia. She currently lives in Atlanta, Georgia, but she's actually from my hometown, New Jersey. And I actually got to watch her start nursing school and just go through the whole process through uh, social media. And I know a lot of us who um, are familiar with Melanie and familiar with myself, because we probably share the same friends on social media, have witnessed this. And I felt sometimes I was like rooting for her, like, oh my goodness. But what made it even more special is that Melanie was a mother. She is a mother and she's a mother to a young girl. And I remember her announcing that she had graduated and I just automatically felt like wow she is going to look like a superhero to her daughter like her daughter has been there to watch her dreams come true so I wanted to share her story with Queen Motivation I want to get in the habit of sharing the stories of women who are doctors nurses teachers women who have overcome women who have read wrote books, women who have, that are just relatable, you know, that me and you may meet in the grocery store or have a friend that knows, because I feel like it's all good and dandy to watch a celebrity talk about their dreams, talk about how Beyonce became Beyonce, or, you know, talk about how Oprah came Oprah, and those are always good stories and good things to go back to, but I feel like it's even more important when we can 
watch the girl next door, the girl who looks like us, the girl who came from the same hood we came from, the girl who went to the same college or the same uh, ballet classes that we attended, whatever it may be. And we can literally just watch that person blossom. I believe those stories affect us even more than the Oprah's and the Beyonce's and the Ava's. I believe those stories will hit home even more because it's more of a reality of look at this woman who is making her dream come true, who is did the work, who it wasn't easy, but she stuck at it. And I believe that is everything that Melanie represents. So I am so grateful that she decided to do this interview with Queen Motivation. And I am so happy for this Mother's Day edition. I hope that you will check out this interview. I hope that you will share it with your friends and your families. And I hope that you will be inspired. Thank you for being here and stay tuned. So Melanie, again, I want to thank you for deciding to talk with Queen Motivation. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I really feel it's important to share the stories of women like yourself, a single mother who was determined to become a registered nurse. Uh, Queen Motivation, we're all about sharing our stories to inspire others. I remember you posting on Facebook you had graduated and all I could think is, wow, her daughter was able to witness her mother working hard and making her dream come true. How did that feel? It, that was probably one of the most amazing parts because my daughter was six when I started. I was 23 when I had her, 30 when I started nursing school. And she was six and she had a pretty good life. Like she didn't, she, I'm from the hood. She don't know nothing about the hood. And I remember sitting her down and having a conversation with her about sacrifice. And I said, mommy's going to do this thing and it's going to take me two whole years. And for two whole years, we're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices. But I told her, I said, I promise every year after I graduate nursing school I will take you on a trip somewhere like that that's my deal to her so I would come home from school and she would watch me do my homework and watch me study watch me practice my skills she would like grab gloves jump in try to help and at my graduation not only did she get to see me I, I went up on the stage three different times in graduation out of a hundred and something students and it was just the most incredible feeling of my life and she saw that and then she got to stand with me and do my candlelight pledge and it was just like this was her charge now you have to do better than me wants yeah. to do better than my mother so I'm setting bars and legacies in my family that I never had wow yeah and I feel like when we're younger because I know that's how I felt with my mom like my mom could do no wrong she was like my <laughs> superhero I felt like her hair was always nice she always dressed <laughs> nice and to, ha to be able to witness that, it's just like, wow, she's always going to look up to you now and be like, there's nothing that I can't do. Yes, and that is like, I think that's what we're missing in, especially in our culture. Like, I didn't even know I was from the hood until I moved to Atlanta to go to Spelman. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, that was normal. Everybody drank Kool-Aid and ate oodles and No, no, that's not normal. <laughs> And I remember the first time somebody let my daughter taste Kool-Aid. She was like five. And she was like, ew, what's that? And I was like, oh my goodness. Am I raising like a bougie child? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just crazy. 
crazy. How hard was it making that decision? Because I read <sighs> that, you know, like getting into nursing school wasn't that, it wasn't that smooth, but it did lead you to some soul searching you had said. Yes, so I wanted to be a teacher since I was in the third grade. No question, hands down, math teacher, that's what I'm doing. I started, I had a full-time job, second semester in college because I had to pay my way. So I started working at a doctor's office full-time. And this patient told me, he was like, oh, Melanie, you'd make a great nurse. And I was like, nope, I don't even like science. It's not about the science, Melanie, it's about the people. And he was like, you have no idea. Like, I just helped him and went above and beyond for him. And he was like, that makes a difference. And that could mm. make like a life or death difference. Mm. So I was like, oh. All right, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Change my major. Started taking classes. Boom. I, I get into a relationship. Everything is everything. And oh my God, I'm pregnant. How am I be a nurse if I'm being pregnant with a small child? Like I had no family here. Nothing. Nobody close to me. And I was like, all right, well, let me just finish the education route. I'll make nursing a long-term goal. I'll become a teacher and then I'll pay my way through nursing school. Well, when I graduated after nine years with my first degree, all the teachers were getting laid off. So I just was like, all right, well, let me keep working at my restaurant and start chipping away at my nursing classes. Maybe one day I'll get to do it. Next thing I know, I'm done the classes. And I was like, all right, let me apply. I got rejected. I was like, oh, OK, well, OK, maybe they just had enough people this time. Never been rejected before. Let me try again. They rejected me again. I was like, OK, God, so if I can't get in the nursing school, then how am I going to be a nurse? And if this is what I'm supposed to do, so it forced me to really like think hard, okay, what else do I want to do in life? And I found out that there is nothing else in my world that I was as passionate about as I became about wanting to be a nurse. So when I got in, I actually retook classes, dropped my GPA because I got like a C in one of the classes, and then I didn't have the requirements. So the very last time I told my homegirl, my brother, I was like, yo, if I get in this time, it's because God wants me to, because I... I technically don't have the requirements and I was just going to go into management, sell my soul to the restaurant industry and just charge it to the game. And then the day before my management interview, I got my acceptance letter and I lost my mind. It was just incredible. (laughs) And I'm glad that you make it a point that you feel like this is your passion. This is what you're supposed to do because with nursing, I feel that it's so important. I feel there are people who do it because it is a good paycheck. But when that guy told you that it's a life or death situation, me dealing with a chronic illness, that is so true. When I have good nurses, when I go to the hospital, I tell them all the time, please don't change. Because you literally are making my day so much better. I had a woman, I was there for a week, a woman that came in every single day, smiling, happy, telling me a joke. And I was depressed. I'm sad, but it was just... I knew she was coming in the morning and she just made my day so much better. So you do feel like you feel this is your life purpose. This is everything. And I can't express to someone who's like, I didn't know that feeling, the feeling of like a real life dream come true. And then beyond that, I thought I became a nurse to, to help a couple people and to give my daughter a better life. And then I remember one day I was working and I had the hardest day ever. And this little old lady, I walked in her room and she said, you're my angel. And I was like, no, ma'am, I'm just your nurse. And she was like, oh, no, Melanie. You don't see what I see. And that lady has no idea how she just secured this position in me. And I got off of work that day and I was like, 
God, it's not for me and it's not Mm. for my daughter. It's for all the people's lives that I get to make a difference. Like I make people laugh in times where laughter is not even on their radar. And that's that 30 seconds that they're not thinking about the worst thing that ever happened to them. is such a a place of peace that Mm -hmm. it's hard to find. And I get to bring that, you know, and laughter is one of the, 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 medicine like people don't like my aunt I interviewed her and um she's a survivor of the stage three breast cancer and that was one of her things that she she advises women is laugh she said if you gotta turn on movies that make you laugh like laughter really is a big thing yes I had a lady she was having twins and one of her twins passed away so one lived, one passed, and she had blood pressure issues, so I had to take care of her the day after. And I remember I went in, and we took her blood pressure like 7 in the morning, and she was like crying. She was like, I'm sorry, it's going to be high. You know, I'm stressed. I said, hey, listen. I said, I'm your person today. I said, I want you to worry about the things that I don't have medicine for, and I'll worry about the things I have medicine for. I said, and however we have to make it through today, we'll make it. I said, so if your blood pressure's high, I'll come back and I'll take it again. If we need some medicine, I'll get us some medicine. So when I came back, and I, I forget what joke I cracked or said something about God because God is my default like God is love and love is what I use and what I do and I remember I said something and she started laughing and I hit the blood pressure monitor and both her top and her bottom number went down by 10 points wow. I didn't have to give her any medicine and she looked at me and she said Melanie you are just what I needed today she said I really believe that I can make it through today and I was like I got you girl this is how we gonna get today done I got you that is such so a great amazing. feeling. I know that has yes. to be an amazing uh, feeling. Uh, I can't even explain it. Like, this <laughs> is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing in my life right now. And I thought for so long, because it took me so long to get there, like, how does it take me nine years to finish the first degree and I turn around and go back to school? I can't tell you how many people was like, oh, Mel, why don't you just stop? Why don't you just get a job? Why don't you? And I was like, no, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to just keep taking steps in that direction. And eventually I will get there. And those same people were at my graduation or at my like screaming the loudest, talking about, yeah, you did it, you know, and it's just amazing. Yeah, and I think that's important. We can't look, sometimes we start looking at our age and we start looking about our position and we want to listen to the people in the background, but it's like you have to do what is going to fulfill you and make you happy because you're no good to the rest of the world you're no you would be no good to your daughter you would be no good to the rest of the world if you weren't doing what lights melanie up what makes melanie happy because then you're able to give your all and your best yeah like that marianne williamson um that poem i have it like on my mirror in my bathroom i'm almost like being mary jane my bathroom mirror has all these like inspirational quotes and stuff and i have to look at that sometimes and it's like you know we ask ourselves who am i to be brilliant gorgeous talented and fabulous and it's like actually who are you not to be like you are a child of god you can be whatever you want to in this life in this world but you just have to be willing to work hard enough to put yourself in that position wow wow nobody wants to do the work and it's hard work especially with a kid but when your kids see you do something that's impossible people can't tell them it's impossible yeah. To the rest of the world, it might be, but not to this child that watched their mother do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So what tips would you give, like, from 
from your point of view, you know, you've done the work. You you've had the long nights, you had to buy the books and stuff and with a young child. There's a, probably a young woman right now who wants to go back to nursing school or wants to go back to film school and has one or two children. What would be some tips that you would give her to push forward? So, first of all, she has to believe that it's doable. And the, the next thing I would say is do your research. Like, I found the reason I, I applied to the same school three times was because I found a program that was in a range of, of money that I could almost afford. It, the program was structured in a way that I could still function in my life as much as possible normally. Like, and what I would do my first degree when Amira was really small. I would get, and, and this is probably a bad thing, because I would max out my loans every semester. And with my refund check, I would pay my rent for like three, four months in advance. So that along the way, all I'm paying for is my bills throughout the month. And that's how I kind of rocked it through my semesters, because if I have to take time to go to school and I can't work, you know, that will fill in the gap for me. And some people were like, oh, you're going to have a lot of loans. Guess what? If you want an education, a lot of times that's just the route you got to take. And you, you know what I mean? It was loans that the state, the government gave me. It wasn't any private loans that I had to qualify for on my credit or anything because obviously being a single mom, that's a struggle too. Um, but the schools, I, I applied for scholarships. I worked a restaurant job where I took cash home every day. So I was able to, you know, make it day to day almost as comfortably as I think someone in my position was able to, you know? Mm-hmm. All from doing your research too. Yes. Yes, that's important. And same thing, even down to once I did choose a school, before I picked classes, I would look up the teachers that taught the classes on the days that I could take class and see which one was the best. They have this website, ratemyprofessor.com, and you literally type in the school, the the dis, you know the, um, subject that you're looking for, and it brings up all the teachers. And you can read what the students said. Oh, they give a lot of busy. All right, well, I'm a single mom. I don't got time for busy work. I need a teacher that gives some tests, a couple papers, and boom, I can move on to the next thing in my life. So that helped me navigate that part. And then really just sharing with your support system your goals. Like, this is what I want to do. How can the people in my world help me and my child get to this next point, whether it be babysitting or, you know, a couple dollars for gas or, like, when I went back to nursing school, my family came together because they saw how how hard it was for me the first time around. And I was like, yo, how am I going to pay for nursing school? My aunt bought my uniform, my homegirl bought my stethoscope, my dad helped me pay my tuition, my mother bought my, I mean, I had a girlfriend that gave me all her books. She went through it right before me. Oh, and yeah. it's like when you're, so when you want to give up and you have your whole support system pouring into you, you just can't because you have all these people invested in your success. So it just helps you, you know what I mean? Them and God get you through those hard times yeah i remember posting somebody had posted about that and i reposted it it's like once you start having people believing in your dream that makes it you can't just walk away now because no, you have people are invested yes yes, yes. that is yep. so beautiful and it's it's like god starts opening opening those doors for people to start yes. believing because as soon as you make the first step and you're serious then the next thing you know you meet this person or this person in your life is like oh i got this for you oh i got that's for you yes. and, and that's why it's sometimes it's important to say out loud this is what i want to do this is what i'm yes. going to do 
and write it down. Like I, I had a list. Okay, this is what I want to do in the next five years, and this is what I want to do in the next ten years. And I hung it in my bathroom. It was on a piece of ratty notebook paper, and it was maybe like eight or nine things for the first five years, and five or six things for the next. And I can honestly say I have been able to check off almost everything on that list except this one thing that I'm working on right now. I'm finishing my bachelor's in nursing. I'll be finished by the end of the summer, oh. and that was my last thing on my list. Like, girl, I'm still in school right now wow wow so what has your daughter said about the whole process what has she said anything or does she feel any type of way now I, i swear she thinks i am just this not a magic person but she just thinks I can do anything like I remember when, when I first became I was still in nursing school and one of her friends fell outside and she came running and I was mommy my mom's a nurse she could do it like my mom do it. <laughs> she told me she wanted to be a nurse she has been able to like you know I would come home and talk about what I did at work and she's like oh mommy what's that and I'll pull it up on YouTube like a c-section or open heart transplant or whatever it is I saw and she's like oh mommy do it again you know and it's just it's just broadening her horizons and she she's so proud of me and she isn't afraid to tell her friends oh my mom is a nurse oh my mom did this you know and it's just like that's me (laughs) (laughs) well with mother's day coming up i want to say happy mother's day and you truly are inspiration Thank you, Michelle. I really appreciate this. This was really nice. And I'm so proud of you. Like, I watch the passion that you have and what you do. And I'm so proud that we come from the same place and that you found your voice and you have found your place and you're still finding it. Like, you don't get complacent with, okay, I write. Like, now you're taking it to a whole new platform where you're, like, celebrating women and in sisterhood and love. And I just think that is so beautiful. And I'm so proud of you. Thank and I hope you. you Doing thing. Thank you. I feel like I am at that that point where I'm trying to find my my true passion and not so much what everybody thinks I should be doing. So thank you for yes, sharing that yes. with me. Well, let me give you one last thing. Um, a, a few years back, my church was doing this thing. We were reading this book called The Circle Maker, and it was about this guy who basically circles things that they're praying for. So we. I made like a circle in my closet out of scarves. It was corny, and then but I took um like little index cards and a bunch, a couple topics in my life. I put that on the front of the index card and then on the back of it, I put just different things that I'm praying for under this topic. And I put all those cards in my, in my circle and I just come there every once in a while and just pray over those cards and just pray over my ideas and, and the things that I was confused about and the things that I had passion for. And I just asked God to make it all make sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I was able to also go through those cards and check off so many things that God has done for me in my <laughs> life that I was circling and praying for. And I just encourage you to do that and to That's, just let God make that plain for you. That is amazing. That's, that is a revelation I just had I started looking back on my life and I started saying wow I remember praying for this four or five years ago and now I actually have this like this is where I'm at in my life I asked you to bring me here and I'm here like I can't believe it and it, do it. <laughs> yes and then sometimes my mom always used to tell me you'll be in a situation and it'll feel like 
you are going through the worst situation ever. But then in five years, you'll be out of it and you won't even remember how hard it was. Like, it won't feel as bad as it felt. Like You don't look like what you've been through. Yes. Because sometimes everything has to fall apart the way you know it so it can fall back together in a way that sets you up for your blessing. Yes. And we don't like that because it's uncomfortable and it's scary and it really makes you... I, I would stare in the mirror sometimes in my own eyes and just say, who are you? Like, what is in there? Because they say the eyes are the window to your soul. So I'm like, all right. So I know this body has only lived as, as long as I've been here, but my spirit has lived through some things. And I need this spirit of mine to come to the surface and tell me, what are we supposed to do? Like, what is our thing in this life? Where do we go? What are, who are we supposed to affect? You know, and find that because you're you're blossoming and you're growing and it's just beautiful and just let yourself feel all of that because it literally gives you all the grit that you need to be exactly what God purposed you for just keep Mm -hmm. on doing it thank you thank you and one last note I just want to ask you since it's Mother's Day what do you love most about being a mother I love watching my little person grow. I make her dad these collages. We haven't been together since she was little, but every year for Father's Day, me and her make him a collage of pictures from the year before, so they don't overlap. It's just kind of like watching her grow. And when I used to look at them when she was younger, I was like, oh, that was like last year. Oh, that was cute. But now that she's 12 and I look at her now, she looks like a little teenager. She's getting like boobs and her face is changing. She has (laughs) braces and I'm losing my mind. But I look back at this little girl girl that I just watched blossom and she's so amazing and that is just the best part to see her find her space in this world and hopefully prepare her enough that one day she can maneuver in this world without me and it scares her because I tell her that all the time because you never know when you're gonna lose your mom and I you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I know you know that better than most people my mom lost her mom when she was 19 the year that I was born and I remember um, they say the babies play with um, spirits when they're little or angels. That's why they smile in their sleep and all that stuff. So I was watching my daughter swing one day. She was maybe a month or two old, and that's the only time she smiled. Otherwise, they eat, sleep, and poop. And I remember I was like, man, I don't have anybody really close to me that's passed. And I, I wonder if my grandmom, though, I was the only grandchild she ever met. I said, I wonder if my grandmom is one of the spirits that my daughter plays with. And at the <laughs> moment, Michelle, that I had that thought, the biggest smile ever to the date of her life came <laughs> over her. I could see all of her gums. I like jumped back in the couch like, oh, okay, <laughs> thank you for playing with my baby. And I just know like she's supposed to be here and it's just beautiful. It's amazing. Oh, well, thank you again for taking out time to speak with me and share your story. I know that you've inspired people already, but I know that you're going to inspire so many more. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate you letting me share, and I wish you so much in your life. The best love and all that God has to offer you. Thank you. You too.